Welcome to the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. My name is Brad Page. In each episode of this podcast, we examine one of my favorite songs to see what it takes to create a great song. Back on July 25th, 2020, the guitar world lost one of its most legendary players, Peter Green. I've always been a big fan of his playing, and normally I would have jumped right on to do an episode on Peter. But we've already lost a couple of other rock and roll legends, and I didn't want this podcast to turn into the tribute of the week. So I held off for quite a while so we could do this right. So let's give the man his due and listen to his final masterpiece with Fleetwood Mac, the Green Manalishi with the Two-Pronged Crown. We'll be right back after this message. Now, Eric Clapton made a huge impact in the guitar world with the album that he made with John Mayall's Blues Breakers. It's the album that made Clapton a guitar hero and started that whole Clapton is God meme. But he only made that one record with the Blues Breakers and then quit. Who did they replace him with? Peter Green. You can imagine the spotlight that must have been on Peter Green at that point. He was basically replacing God. Peter Green was born Peter Allen Greenbaum in 1946 from a poor Jewish family in London's East End. He started playing guitar when he was around 11 years old. He played in a few bands in and around London, and in October 1965, he was lucky enough to fill in for Eric Clapton at a handful of Bluesbreakers gigs. So when Clapton quit... John Mayall hired Peter Green to replace him in July 1966. When Decca Records producer Mike Vernon asked Mayall what happened to Clapton, John Mayall said, we got somebody better. Green recorded one album with the Blues Breakers, A Hard Road, released in February 1967. By July, he left to start his own band, Fleetwood Mac. The new band featured Peter on guitar and vocals, Jeremy Spencer also on guitar and vocals, John McVie on bass, and Mick Fleetwood on drums. They were originally billed as Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac featuring Jeremy Spencer, which is a mouthful. They ended up just shortening that to Fleetwood Mac. They released their first album, just called Fleetwood Mac, in 1968, followed by a second album, Mr. Wonderful, also released in 68. Their most famous songs from this period, Albatross and Black Magic Woman, were only released as singles. They're not on either of those first two albums. I got a black magic woman I got a black magic woman Yes, I got a black magic woman Got me so blind I can't see that she's a black magic woman and she's trying to make a devil out of me. Fleetwood Mac released their third album called Then Play On in September 1969. At this point, they added a third guitarist to their lineup, an 18-year-old guitar player and singer named Danny Kirwan. Though Jeremy Spencer was still in the band, he doesn't really play on this album. By this time, Peter Green's mental state was starting to fray. 
He was really uncomfortable with the band's commercial success and had a lot of questions about the morality of their financial success. He was withdrawing from the rest of the band and was becoming an acid casualty. He started wearing robes on stage and a big crucifix. In March 1970, while on tour in Germany, he spent three days in a commune in Munich binging on impure LSD, and he was never the same afterwards. Somewhere around this time, he had a dream, a nightmare really, in which a green dog kept barking at him. He believed the dog represented both the devil and money. In the dream, he was dead and the dog was dead too, and it was a fierce battle for his spirit or his soul. He struggled to return to his body, and when he finally awoke, he wrote this song right away. Fleetwood Mac recorded The Green Manalishi with the Two-Prong Crown and released it as a single on May 15th, 1970. It became a top 10 hit, but by then, Peter Green was gone. He demanded that the band give away all their money. He wanted them to donate everything to world hunger, and he wanted to distribute the money himself because he didn't trust any charity organizations. So when the band refused, he quit. And so The Green Manalishi was the last song he released with Fleetwood Mac. The Green Manalishi with the Two-Prong Crown features Peter Green on vocals, guitar, and six-string bass, Danny Kerwin on guitar, John McVie on bass, and Mick Fleetwood on drums. As mentioned before, Jeremy Spencer is pictured on the record sleeve, but by all accounts, he doesn't actually play on the song. The song begins on an E minor chord, probably the most foreboding chord you can play on a guitar. Then every two measures, the chords descend, and you can imagine Peter Green drifting off to sleep and spiraling down into this nightmare. It resolves back to the E minor, and the tension builds for the first verse. Now when the day goes to sleep, and the full moon looks. night is so black that the darkness comes. That riff at the end of each line is so heavy. The bass and the guitars are all hitting that riff together, but one guitar is playing an octave higher than the other. So Peter's guitar, Danny Kirwan's guitar, and John McVie's bass are all occupying their own separate frequency range, which accomplishes two things. It makes the sound bigger, as if they were an army of guitars rather than just a couple but it also makes each instrument stand out without stepping on each other because they each occupy their own space in the mix. And let's listen to Peter Green's vocal on this first verse. Now when the day goes to sleep and the full moon looks Night is so black that the darkness cooks. 
The night is so black that the darkness cooks. What a line. Let's go back and listen to that whole verse. Now when the day goes to sleep and the full moon looks night is so black that the darkness cooks So that is the first of a few different guitar riffs that transition us from one section of the song to the next. Let's see where that riff leads us to. Making me do things I don't want to do. Listen to how he hits the word mad. You really sense his anguish. And then to drive the point home even further, they crank up the echo on that word to accentuate the sense of losing your grip on reality. Come sneaking around, trying to drive me mad. Come sneaking around, trying to drive me mad. Busting in on my dreams, making me see things I don't want to see. There's the second transitional riff, and it's almost the same as the first riff, but there's one note that's different. Here's that first riff again. And here's the second riff. See if you can hear the difference. The difference comes in the last three-note phrase. Here's the first one again. And here's the second one. Let's hear those two phrases back to back. It's a pretty subtle change. You might not even notice the difference between the two. So why even bother with the change? Well, you'd have to be inside Peter Green's head to know why. But it's things like this that make songs so rewarding over multiple listens. There's always something different to hear and to appreciate. Peter makes his guitar howl like the demon dog in his dream. And another new musical section is introduced here. A great example of the interplay between Danny and Peter's guitars. Peter hits a harmonic there. Put 
sings that line. Let's just listen to his vocal there. Just taking my love and slipping away Leaving me here just trying to keep from following you Let's hear it with the whole band again. Just taking my love and slipping away Leaving me here just trying to keep from following you And yet another transitional riff. This one is clearly different than the other two. Now Peter himself howls into the darkness as the band pounds away beneath him. Peter's lead guitar joins the fray. Let's focus in on Peter's haunting vocal. That's how the studio version of the song ended, released as a single in May 1970, and with that, Peter Green quit the band. However, the band were playing the song in concert prior to its release as a single, and in February 1970, three months before the single was released, they played a handful of shows at the Boston Tea Party, a legendary concert hall in Boston. Those shows were recorded, but never officially released until 15 years later. They performed an extended version of The Green Manalishi, giving Peter Green more opportunity to feature his guitar. So let's listen to some of that recording. Peter's solos were fluid. He concentrated on long melodies and expressive phrases, not on speed. He could play plenty fast when he wanted to, but he said, I like to play slowly and feel every note. Let's listen to the master at work. 
Now, at this point in the show, Peter Green would put down his guitar and pick up a six-string bass. The rest of the band would leave the stage, except for drummer Mick Fleetwood, and the two of them would just jam for a while, until the song eventually just sort of ended. A strange ending for a strange song, from a band that would have so many twists and turns in their career, one of the strangest stories in rock history. with the two-pronged crown by Fleetwood Mac. After leaving Fleetwood Mac in 1970, Peter Green would release a handful of solo records. His first solo album, The End of the Game, is my personal favorite. It's a record full of free-form jams, all instrumentals. It's probably not for everyone, but it's full of great guitar playing if you're into that kind of thing. By 1973, he was in trouble. He was diagnosed with schizophrenia and was institutionalized for a time, even undergoing electroshock therapy, which I doubt did him any good. He reemerged occasionally uh, in 1979, a few times during the 80s. In the 1990s, he formed a band called The Splinter Group, and they released something like nine albums. So it's not like Peter Green disappeared off the face of the earth, but he was a pale shadow of the man who joined the Bluesbreakers in 1966. He could still play some tasty guitar, though. Peter Green died in his sleep July 25, 2020. He was 73. Once again, thank you for joining me for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. Episodes of this show are released on the 1st and the 15th of every month, so I'll be back with a new episode in about two weeks. Until then, why don't you check out some of the other great music podcasts right here on the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can keep in touch with us on Facebook. Just search for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast or on Twitter at PopStaffTweets or on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com, where you can find all the previous episodes of this show. And one more thing. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Support the artists you love by buying their music. Artists don't make much money from streaming, not even pennies. And since live music has basically stopped dead for months now, they can't even earn a living that way. So... Take a few bucks out of your pocket and buy the albums or the CDs or the MP3 files so that your favorite artists can continue to survive. Let's close this episode out with the Green Manalishi with the Two-Pronged Crown by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> When the day goes to sleep and the full moon looks 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 